Day two, KJ. Day two, bruh. Don't ever put being you putting up day two is not a good idea. Cause your finger, my finger, <laughs> we just not. What's good. that, Austin Powers? <laughs> Oh, man, that's my good finger. Man. Day two, baby. Well, we no, out here. You know what? This is what I want to talk about. Let, let, <clears throat> follow my lead on this. As they say, jump in the carpool lane with me on something. All right, let's get it. You are now three years removed from the game. All right? Yeah. <laughs> you are covering here at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You've played in two Super Bowls. Yeah. Share with us the difference the difference in feeling that you have covering it in this lane yeah. as opposed to when you played it. When I look at this room and I look at thousands and thousands of people, you, you, you realize how big this moment is, how big this game is. As a player, I'm right here. What's, what's, the, what's some horses that, that put the blinders on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm right here. Right. I'm focused on Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. I'm focused on Tom Brady. Right. And covering the Super Bowl, you see the excitement of the fans. You see all the decor. You see all the stars out here. Man, you see how many stars we didn't see? <laughs> they stars. We see stars left and right and just um, the buildup from the game. You really notice it. Because when I played ESPN, I didn't see ESPN. The ESPN was not on my TV. I didn't, I didn't see the noise. I blocked out all that mess. And so it's really cool to see it from the other side and um, to cover it. I'm excited. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because um, – over the last couple of days, I heard you say things like, I, I be seeing you look around, you like, wow, wow. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I think about you and your teammates and how good you were. I think everybody watching would agree mm -hmm. that you guys are really good. Mm -hmm. Which makes me believe that I don't think that you can be as good a player if you are connected to what everybody is saying. I think if you were sitting here yeah. on social media, worried about what this person say, worried about if some weirdo named G. Scott calls you an average quarterback, then you get, you get mad. Bro, it, it gets in your spirit. How, how you going to let the opinion of someone else really infiltrate your spirit? Because when you step on the football field, it's just that subconscious. Mm -hmm. It's just that, that, that subconscious like, oh, am I average or am I mediocre? That, that stuff gets in your spirit. That's why you got to block that noise. During the season, G, yeah. I deleted my Twitter. During moments like this, I'm not watching ESPN. I had no idea. I swear to you, I had no idea that we was underdogs in Super Bowl 48. I was clueless. Oh, you didn't know that? I, G, I, I'm not making this up. I was clueless that we were underdogs in Super Bowl 48. But then you hear the noise. Oh, they had you guys losing. I was like, they had us losing? Because that ain't what, the, that ain't what the, the film said. Off of what I saw on film? Y'all let y'all damn. I think we are some underdogs. Right. And so um, I look at certain guys like a Brock Purdy. He's the talk of the town. Right. Every interview I do, every time I see it, it's Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. I really hope that as a player that he is really, it's the old cliche, ignoring the noise, mm -hmm. blocking the noise. Don't, don't read the sh man, Stay off that, man. Stay focused on you, your teammates, your family. And you're going to be A-OK. Now, I'm going to share this with y'all. And KJ don't even know. Like I said, right, everything we're talking about right now, KJ has no idea where I'm going. Actually, most of the time he, know, he has no <laughs> idea where I'm going. But something I have found to be really cool over the last couple of days. Yeah. I haven't even shared this with you. 
we have been going out in situations where just last night, just just help you understand, um, we to Marshawn's uh, get together. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about stars. Now I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Mm-hmm. I was sitting back <laughs> like uh, uh, Lawrence Taylor, LT, <laughs> Ray, Ray Ray Lewis. I'm talking about uh, the, the stars of the stars of the stars that did next door with Shannon Sharp's deal. But here's what stood out. KJ Wright gets his respect. Look, I'm not playing, y'all. I'm not, talking not, about listen. I'm talking about grown men coming up to KJ being like, hey, yo, man, you was a baller. And one thing I know about <laughs> pro athletes, y'all be kind of stingy with your compliments. Absolutely. Gee, listen, <clears throat> the way that Tory Holt, I, listen, <sighs> the way he shook my hand, the way he, like, embraced me and hugged me, like, cheek to cheek, like, 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 I'm going to be real honest with you, dog. I thought you were a good player. No doubt about it. Yeah. Everybody will say you were a good player, right? Yeah. I now think you were a better player now based on the way I see people embrace you. Yeah. I, I'm not talking about fans, fans like me, KJ, KJ, KJ. Yeah. I'm talking about real, real dudes out here that did it. My, what my man Shannon say? From the pivot. Shannon said from the pivot. Verbatim, he said, "Oh yeah." When I coached football, I used to show my kids your tape. Yeah, you missed the interaction between me and Ray Lewis. You wasn't there. I go up, I go to the little little area, um, go up and shake Ray Ray hand, give me a hug, brother, brother, so good to see you, KJ, so good. I'm like, man, how you, how you know my name, bro? (laughs) How do you even know my name? And uh, we got Swagoo about about to pull up real quick. Man, this, 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 this <laughs> oh my God! What's up, boy? There you go. There you go. What's up, What's up man? Good. How you doing? Like you still can line down? I can. What up, T? <laughs> How y'all doing? How we going? Oh, see, y'all seeing it in real time. We ain't, we ain't even stopping the camera. We just gonna keep it going. You know what I mean? You know when star when stars show up, they show up, and they show up. Sometimes they show out. Oh, oh man, yeah. wait, they bringing food? Hold on, wait. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Swagoo, Marcus Spears, he bringing food? Hold on. What we got here? Man, I'm bearing gifts. Come on, now. You cook this, bro? (laughs) Man, you. So, you see the shirt. Okay. Mm -hmm. Louisiana Fish Fry. You Mm -hmm. know I'm from the boot. Yep. And this company is somebody that I've been partnered with now for three years. Mm -hmm. And we create, it's it's known for fish fry. Mm. And fried fish. You know I'm outdoors. Yeah, catfish. Yeah. We do other stuff. But KJ catfish <laughs> for the for the national audience. <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know, I know. Turn it around so he can get a picture of that. Mm. So we got into the chicken game. Okay. And I wanted to have something created that was going to make a phenomenal chicken sandwich. It's one of my best, one of my favorite meals. So we put the we put a chicken fry together using some of the spices and the mm-hmm. batter that we use with the fish fry. And that's the way I eat a chicken sandwich. Egg mm. over medium. Sauce on both sides, cheese, and the bread got to be soft. Got to be. And that thing busted, dog. <laughs> but Louisiana <laughs> Fish Fry is my, like, that's that's my, it's a family thing, man. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a historical thing. Grandmother, uncles, aunts, we all used it. Now we in the chicken game, so we're going to take take over that, yes, too. Yes, sir. Yes, you, sir. Now, you can go around do all these interviews mm-hmm. and tell everybody this little in the, in, in the uh, recipe. Yep. Give us the real secret. You said cheese. What kind of cheese? It's got to be cheddar. Okay. Yep. And it's got to be it's got to be melted to where it molds to the chicken breast. Okay. Molds to the chicken breast. These are the, these are the, the, these are the secrets that that they hey, don't be given. Bro, bro, if you throw 
a hard ass piece of cheddar cheese on top of a yeah. sandwich that Cold is one. doing a disservice <laughs> to everything that's happening. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I so I appreciate you stopping by, man. No doubt, man. Appreciate yeah. you. No doubt. Look, I tell you, the first time I saw you on TV was ESPN. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this dude got all the juice. He got all the swag, <laughs> all the sauce. But take me before that. Yeah. People see the ESPN, the prime time, the Monday Night Football. Yep. Tell me about that quickly, like the, the journey before before yeah. we saw this. Dude, right it, was, it was it um, was so obviously I played in Dallas. But what you see on TV is what I did with my dad, my uncles, when we all would get together and talk ball. I've been man, I've been mm -hmm. I've been debating sports since I was eight. Yeah. Right. Because I <laughs> yeah. always wanted to have an opinion with the OGs that I was around. Um, I got an old soul, grew up around a lot of old, older people. Mm -hmm. um, wisdom was something that they told me I needed to have early mm -hmm. in life to have success. So that was a part of the journey. And then I played for the Cowboys. Like yep. that, that market and where that, where that, like where you, where you become known at yeah. is unbeknownst to you until you get done. Yeah. And then too, man, like I went and interned at the Dallas Morning News when I got done playing football because it was always media. We have seven days mm -hmm. a week. You know, some organizations, they do two days and the media got to go away. Mm -hmm. Jerry got them in there every <laughs> single day for the media. So oh, yeah. I started learning a lot about it, started asking a lot of questions. And I thought initially I wanted to be a part of print journalism, but also like on the digital side. Because you know how we used to always have them conversations with writers about, dog, you so wrong about mm -hmm. what I didn't blow that coverage. That's a completely yep. different thing. So my idea was I wanted to break that down digitally so you can write what actually happened, right? right? right. Don't, look, don't look at the DB getting beat over the top and be like, he can't play man-to-man. Right. Man. Right. Bro, we in cover two. I, I'm supposed to have somebody over the top. But anyway, um, that was the initial thought. I was so bored out of my mind, KJ. Like, <laughs> bro, I, went, I was sitting in a cubicle. I'm trying to I'm, – I'm yeah. around people that are not, not necessarily sports people. Mm -mm. Um, and then, then SEC Network came about, which I knew everything about. Going mm -hmm. to LSU from Louisiana. Um, my sister hit me up and was like, you heard about this SEC mm -hmm. network? I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, you should do that. And um, I don't know but one way, bro. Like, and, and, and took off from there. Same dude took on TV there. that I am when mm -hmm. you see me. So mm -hmm. you made the transition to TV. This, there's a part of you that I fell in love with, not just your knowledge of the game, mm -hmm. but the way you deliver that knowledge. And here's the part that connects with me that we have not had on TV I want all of y'all people that hiring folks understand and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. When you say damn, yeah. when you come there and you give it to you like you are really talking to your daddy and yep. your uncles, tell us that period. Because mm -hmm. I know you didn't come right out and do it. Yeah. Tell us the time that you start to say, you know what? I'm going to start talking how I want to. Yeah. Mm. So when I was at SEC Network, it was such a – it was controlled because you kind of represent the conference, mm -hmm. right? And the hard time I used to have in college was I would never criticize college players. They trying to get to where we was at, bro. Mm -hmm. They trying to change their family's life. They trying to – so it was hard for me to be critical. Just an honest critique was right. cool. But, you know, in media sometimes people want to sensationalize things and tell you that somebody horrible. Well, he ain't horrible. Mm -hmm. He just not playing to what you think the standard should be. And we can kind of delineate between that. But I was on SEC Network saying, damn. <laughs> you know, and I would get I would get emails and people would tell me. And then when I got the nickname Swagoo, I had an executive at ESPN. I'm not going to mention no names. was like, we want you to use your real name. We don't want you to become a character. I was like, bro, I ain't named myself this. This is how everybody relate want. to me. And where I'm from, you nickname everybody. 
everybody. You nickname everybody, everybody, right? So if you listen, if you watch, I call Dan Orlowski D.O. I call Mina M.K. I call Laura Rutledge Boogie. Mm-hmm. We all know R.C. as R.C. Mm-hmm. But to me, that creates a family vibe, mm-hmm. right? And I'm terrible with names. So half the time, <laughs> I don't remember your thing anyway. But but for to answer your Scott, your answer uh, question, G, man, I don't know how to be no other way. Yo. I say damn in my vernacular. Yo. <laughs> I say damn when my son ain't hooping the way he should be, <laughs> when my daughter not playing volleyball. And um, I think media had to kind of grow accustomed to the fact that people at home are real people. Come on. Mm-hmm. People ain't sitting. Come on. People not going to put their suit and tie on and sit on their sofa and act like they watch Come it. Come on. They, you know, so it, <laughs> Come it on. just – and I'm glad the media has changed, bro. Y'all have voices. Players are now starting to speak out. It used mm-hmm. to be taboo, like – oh, man, you don't want to say nothing bad because company's not going to want to rock with you and you got to be careful about your image and all of that. Bro, if your image is being you, be you, bro. Absolutely. Like, everybody ain't going to like it. You're mm-hmm. not going to be everybody's taste. Everybody don't like how I talk. Right. 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 I don't give a damn yeah. about and, it. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Swag, on the football field, obviously mm-hmm. you got to have chemistry with the man beside you. Yes, Me absolutely. and Bobby, me and Cam, we, we did our thing. Really explain to the viewers how – you, RC, Dio, yeah. how y'all got to have chemistry to make that magic happen. And when did you yeah. realize, oh, we, we some special dudes together? Bro, it's got to be authentic, but more importantly, like, you got to be willing to accept what's different about the mm-hmm. individual. I cannot like Dan's take, but know that Dan is a great dude. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get that line blurred in media. A dude to give a take and then, like the Cam situation, mm-hmm. right? Cam gives a take, and then Cam start getting attacked personally. And it's like, bro, that's, first of all, that's Cam Newton. All right, everybody relax, pause. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the greatest players to ever play college yeah. football, Man. and he's a league MVP who went to a Super Bowl, led mm-hmm. his team to a Super Bowl. That, that alone probably more than most people have accomplished in their whole life, mm-hmm. right? So let's not attack the person. Mm-hmm. But we kind of start, we, we fall into this, I'm going to attack you because that's going to hammer home my opinion about what you said. Bro, I focus on what you say, yeah. right? Come on, fellas. You, you do. I do. Yeah. It's different. I'm from South Baton Rouge. It's different <laughs> when we having a conversation about us as men and we having a sports opinion. Yeah. Ain't no gangsters <laughs> on TV. <laughs> no, no, my, no. Like, like my uncles and cousins and OGs that's back at home, they have no desire to be on ESPN. Mm-hmm. First of all, they don't want that many people to know them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I say it all the time, bro. Like, it, it is the chemistry that we built on NFL Live is because we, spe- re- we respect the individuality of that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And you say RC and Dan. I bring up Mina Kimes. Mina never mm-hmm. played football. She don't know what it feel like to be in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and you and you got to think while your body tore up. She's never been in them situations. But I'd be damned if I'm not going to respect how much film she watches. Mm-hmm. When she gives an opinion, it's like, damn, that dude lined up oh, yeah. with how football mm-hmm. is played. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this whole narrative about, like, everybody want to fight now. Everybody want to yeah. fight. Man, I ain't try, bro. I ain't listen, man. I done been in real fights. The media ain't gonna get me in no fight, dog. All right, let's switch. A lot of our viewers, you know, we we in the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. You know, we see you when you come to Seattle. Yep. Give us your view of the Seattle Seahawks yep. going forward. I know what we think. We got a new coach, yep. head coach Mike McDonald's, a new head coach. What is your view of what's going on in Seattle? First of all, I love Mike McDonald. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, everybody do. 
and I judge Mike McDonald like we all do. I judge him off what his players say. I don't care about what the media say about you as a coach. Okay. I judge you based on the dudes that played for you. Mm-hmm. What do they say about you? What they saying? Pat Queen loves him. Pat Queen, Pat Seattle. Pat Queen <laughs> loves Mike McDaniel. You know Pat um, Queen a free agent. Right? Pat Queen <laughs> loves Mike McDan- oh, okay. McDonald. Okay. Um, okay. But but then too, like Mina brought this point up. Speaking mm-hmm. of Mina, she brought up the point that. We saw Carl Van Noy have a resurgence. We saw Jadavian Clowney have his best season yeah. statistically getting after the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Coaches do that. They put you in a position to be successful. They allow you to be authentic to who you are, and they move you forward. So Seattle, I feel like, is in great hands. Mm-hmm. I love Pete, but I love Pete from afar. I don't know Pete. Yeah. I don't know what people feel about him. He had a lot of success. Bro, y'all have one of the most historical defenses ever. Mm-hmm. We got to give him credit for that. But ultimately – it's the evolution. Mm-hmm. One day, somebody going to be sitting in G and KJ spot, and they're going to be doing a Radio Row interview. One day, somebody going to be sitting in ESPN. Swaggoo going to be at home chilling. That's the evolution right. of it. You, you milk this thing as long as you can, and then the new ushers in. What he has done, he stopped the best offenses in the league. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we, we, that's it. That's yeah. Mike McDonald. Yeah. Swag. Appreciate you, dog. Bro, appreciate it, Pay. Keep doing your thing, man. man. Hey, man, y'all bust that chicken sandwich up. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all need to get on this right here. (laughs) The cheese got to melt into it. Wait, wait. How how can they order this? All right, so LouisianaFishFry.com. LFF is on um, LFFishFry is on Twitter, Instagram, all of that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm promoting it all offseason. Y'all know what happens with me in the offseason. I start cooking. I'm about to be back in the kitchen. So I have an idea. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you're – talk to your people. All right. What if somebody watching, they say, I want that, but I want Swagoo to come cook it. 50,000, 25, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, I mean, an opportunity <laughs> to come to your kitchen and Swagoo going to cook. Well, Ain't that 50,000 at well, school? Well, well, G, you know it's real. It's got to be a brick paid for it. That's number one, because I ain't getting on no plane. <laughs> I don't leave my family without compensation. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. But, nah, man, honestly – the power of and and I'm being a salesman, but I'm being honest with y'all, man. I don't partner with anything I don't use. Fair, right? Like I've mm-hmm. missed, I've had opportunities to do. I'm like, bro, I don't know nothing about that. I appreciate the offer. I have no idea. This is a labor of love since I've been a child. So when yeah. when I'm out and I'm promoting something, because Caroline is, uh, she works and she's been. We've been doing a lot of these events together. They know me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I give a look like, yo, it's time to go. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not. So, for me, this is, this. like, my grandmother passed away three years ago. I learned about Louisiana Fish Fry from my grandmother. Mm. So, the fact that I'm working with this company and the fact that we partnered and we starting to, like, branch mm-hmm. out and do phenomenal things together mm-hmm. and get in other spaces that, I'm, that I love yeah. and I care about, it, it's more than just a promotion of a product. But beyond that, dog. It's fire. <laughs> it's good. Like that, you know, I don't I, I didn't get like this because I've been eating salads and tomatoes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brother, man. Keep, keep it going, man. Much keep love, fellas. Much love, yeah, man. man. Thank you. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Yes, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a roll as long as I can. Yes, sir. All right, yes, bro. Yep. All right. Thank you, man. Good. Running around. I yeah. yeah. Been going since really. <laughs> Uh, the end of my college, I mean, really the beginning of my college season, straight to rookie. Straight to training? Yeah, straight to training. Nah, you rookie been, OTAs, all that. You've been going since January of 2020. Yeah. When you get dropped <laughs> off in Columbus. We, That's how long you've been yeah, going. Facts. This journey. How is it, man? 
You know, it, it's a blessing. Um, it's a blessing. Also, it has uh, a lot of ups and downs that come with it, you know. Um, it's um, What's the downs? I would say really just, you know, they always say the heavy is the crown that wears it. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, for me, the downs are um, really like kind of just missing time with family, uh, missing out on special events like that you want to be at, um, like with, with family members, um, missing birthdays. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, I wouldn't say we're anything like the military. I have a lot of respect for the military, but it's like you're kind of like on deployment. Oh, yeah. Where you really oh, yeah. have to focus and lock in on your job because and that's the type of focus uh, it takes to be successful in this league. And, I mean, I learned that firsthand in my first year. So um, I would say that was probably, like, the, the worst thing is just missing out. But I've been doing that really since like, I was 14, with AAU tournament, 7-on-7, yeah. seven seven, yeah. like, all type of stuff, you know, being an active kid. So uh, going straight into my college uh, career at Ohio State and then going straight to the league, having the longest year of my mm -hmm. life, my rookie year. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a lot, a lot of blessings that, uh, you know, a lot of dreams that I accomplished um, that I set out as a, as a kid. Yeah, and CJ, for me, I remember that moment my rookie year when I realized, oh, I could play in this league. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I can hang with these dudes. What was that moment for you when you realized, like, I belong here, I know I'm good, I can compete? What was that moment like for you? I would say it was around, it was after week one against the Ravens. Uh, even though we lost and, like, mm -hmm. you can say my numbers weren't this or that, but, like, um, I, I feel like I played in a sense where I like I shelled myself. I, I didn't I wanted to go out there and be like oh, I'm gonna feel like what it's like. Yeah. That's a terrible mindset to have. So yeah. like that second game I came out, I oh, man, I'm finna go crazy. Like I'm finna do whatever I gotta do to, to make plays and you know, I, I ended up having a pretty good game against yep. the Colts. Mm -hmm. And we played week three against the Jags and I like I was when I was like I got really comfortable. Uh and they were like they were um uh, kind of a tricky defense come from top bulls, so they do a lot of pressure, a lot of mm -hmm. fires on, a lot of replacement pressures, um, and then they go zero. They'll zero you and backed up. Like, it's crazy oh, yeah. how, how they kind of call their defense, and uh, we picked them apart. So, like, mm -hmm. week three was like, all right, man, I'm here. And then week four, we played the Steelers, and I went crazy against the Morris, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, it's starting to get normal. I'm starting yeah. to really get my rhythm, get my get, get it packed. So, like, week four was like, at the moment, I was like, man, I can rock with these guys. Yeah. One of my most favorite things, about, there's a lot of things about you, CJ, that's my favorite, but lately, all this year, you have put your spirituality out in front of the world. What made you make that decision to be very open about that? I love that you do that. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, it's hard, you know, like, because um, I was even talking to my boy about it last night. Like, when you decide, and I've been doing this since I've been a kid. I've always give, given God the glory and the praise because that's how I was raised. I was raised in the church. Um, but, you know, it's hard because then other people start putting their expectations on you. Um, and then you're held at a standard, which, I mean, as a, a follower of God, I mean, that's a great thing. Um, and when you carry a cross, it's, it, it, it gets a lot harder. And that's what people, a lot of pastors and people don't tell you that it gets harder. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just kind of what you sign up for. And, you know, I've been blessed enough to, um, to make it through my trials and my tribulations and still have a, a testimony, you know, and I think, uh, something that, that I do it for is because I want that kid to feel the same love that I felt from God, you know. So um, it's nothing more, nothing less. And, and don't get it twisted. I'm not perfect. Like <laughs> <laughs> We all are full yeah. flaw humans uh, trying, to, trying to do what's right, you know, but I fall short. And, you know, that's why God is there for me, though, because um, uh, he's married to, to the backslayer, you know. So mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm super blessed to be able to be in a position to give him the honor and the praise. And I would do it if some, nobody was watching, you know. Yep. So.
Yeah, and CJ, G and I, we talked about you after your playoff loss. And I said to D, I said, that, that playoff loss could be really good for CJ. The, 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 what you felt, what you experienced in that playoff game, talk to me what's something that you could take from obviously losing into this is going to be how my training is going to be. Mm -hmm. This is going to be my mentality. I have to play at this type of level going forward if I want to advance in the playoffs. I, I think you hit on the nail, man. Like, that loss, I know it sucked because I thought, like, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, that Ravens defense was amazing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, we, we went out there and we laid an egg. So, and it was embarrassing, you know. Like, I don't ever want to be embarrassed on the field. Mm -hmm. um, and what I can learn from that is, like, you can't expect to win uh, when you have penalties. You know, you can't have penalties. We didn't turn the ball over, thank God, but, like, you, it's dang near like turning the ball over. Right. Like, we're getting in fringe. We're getting in the red zone, and we're pushing ourselves back out by uh, false starts and me missing motions and things like that. Like, the operation got to be better in the mm -hmm. huddle, and that's something that I can work on from OTAs to training camp, yeah. um, putting, our, putting our team in that environment again. So when we get back out there, it's like we're playing at home. Mm -hmm. Remember that we're on silent. You know, it's, it's easy for defense to time up their blitzes on a foot because I put my leg up, they know they're coming. So, mm -hmm. like, in that game, we didn't really use any dummy. We didn't use any fake um, fake snaps. Like, we didn't do anything like that and, uh, because we kept jumping off sides and I kept messing up the counts in the huddle a little bit. And, um, you know, that's something I can really learn from is just – um, being better um, on first and second down, so third yeah. down isn't just uh, third, third and 14, and right. third and eight, where the right. defense can just go eat, you know? Yeah. So that's the main thing I probably learned from that loss. Mm -hmm. CJ, you talked about the crown being heavy, and I want to disclose this and say something. Um, here you are, this next level of where you have attained, you haven't changed. How hard has that been? Because the, the person you are, you still come and show me love. You still call me Mr. Scott. <laughs> I still sometimes feel uncomfortable with you. still call me Mr. Scott. How do you stay grounded like that, man? You know, I, I feel like that's um, – I can only just really say my mom and my pops, like, how they raised me, you know. Uh, you, show, uh, you show people respect. You look people in their eye. Um, and uh, you always want to let people know – like, you want people to remember your name. Uh, from just their first interaction, you know, and I think uh, even when I first met you, like the the spirit that you had, like it uplifted me at a hard time. It was a hard time in my life when I first got to college. Like I remember you, uh, Mr. Najigwa, uh, took me to Target. And a lot of people don't know the story. They took me to Target, mm. and I didn't have a lot of money to buy a lot of stuff, and they got me uh, like blankets, comforters. They got me soap, face wash, like, all the different things that you need for like your college dorm. Mm -hmm. And like, man, that meant the world. So publicly, thank you. I see you. I know I told you a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and he's, and he hooked me up with the nicest cologne. <laughs> it was my first cologne. Like my first, <laughs> my first cologne as a grown man. Like Dior Survive. What did give you? Dior Survive. See you, G. Yeah. So and I, the first thing I said on the day when I hugged him, I was like, oh, 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 what you got on the day? Uh, come, on. <laughs> come on, Mr. Scott. You got, you got, got, that, great. got that creed on the day. Creed <laughs> got on. the creed so on. I'm, so I'm going to tell you off camera. I don't want to, you know. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I ain't yeah. trying to. Yeah, yeah, I'm I know. I'm going to tell you what I've been working with. <laughs> okay, okay. But no, like, um, I feel like the, nothing has really changed me because um, God has shown me humility, you know, and he's shown me mm -hmm. how to be humble um, and just be selfless. Like, yeah. uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a business of being a servant. And I want to help people, you know. I think that's why I'm here today. And I was telling um, people yesterday, my, one of my best friends, he had told me this phrase after I lost a Heisman. I, I lost one of the Heisman, the first one. I was really upset. You know, I, mm -hmm. I wanted to win. I thought I deserved it. Um, and just because we lost against the team of North, I felt like they took it away mm -hmm. from me, which was fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, because God's story was greater. But 
um, he told me, he was like, your passion is greedy, but your purpose is for others. And, you know, I always thought my purpose was football. Uh, I always thought that's what I was, like, purposely on earth to do. But I know now, like, it's more than that. It's to give back to people. So uh, I'm super blessed enough to be the same person um, that I've really been doing since I've been a kid, you know. Love it. Can you say that one more time? Your passion is greedy, but your purpose is for others. Amen. Mm, I, love I love it. I love it. Yeah, my dog, Baron yeah. Harris. Well, CJ, we're going to let you be, man. We are grateful that you came by and showed some love, man. Man, me the it. world, brother. Appreciate you, Continue man. Continue to be great, man. We're going to keep watching you from afar. You know I'm yes, going to be sir. a fan forever. Tell your mother I said hello. Will do. God bless. All that good stuff. Yes, sir. Appreciate yes, you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't, I don't want Zaire to say nothing out here that could have been right here. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> all, all material. Yes, sir. My dog, a, a media guy, a podcast. Oh, the, uh, the, hashtag new media. Come on, <laughs> Trenches Show. Man, yes, there sir. he is, Zaire Franklin, man, out of Syracuse, one of the best linebackers in the game for the mm -hmm. Indianapolis coach. But before we talk about anything else, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm, look, I'm going to say it for you. You can't say it. Let me say it. How in the world? Does Zaire not make the damn Pro Bowl? Huh? Did y'all turn the tape on? Are we going to get sick and tired of having the same names go to the Pro Bowl instead of the play? The names, not the play. So I had to say it for you. Get it off my chest. It's all good. I got, I got, I got more to prove, man. I got more to prove. That's all it is. But I got, I got to put it on tape. That's all it is. I got to keep going. You put it on tape. I got to keep going. I got to keep going, KJ. I got to keep You know they're going to deny you before you get it. They're going to deny you before you get it, man. They're to deny you. And I was watching throughout the whole season. Zaire, Zaire Franklin versus Bobby Wagner. Tackles. Oh! <laughs> who about to lead the league in tackles? You know he called the shot, right? What you mean? Week one, uh, we played Jacksonville. I had 18 with a forced fumble. He had 19 after week one. <laughs> I texted him after the game. I was like, bro, you can't let me have nothing. Like, I lose. Oh. He said, look, don't, he said, don't worry about it. At the end of the year, it's going to be me and you one and two. He told me that week one. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to B. You was two? At the time, I'm like, oh, he must, at the time, oh, he must mean him at two. You know what I mean? Then I, I had took off, but shout out to B. Wags, man. We, shout no, out to no, I want to ask that. I mean, we're talking about Bobby Wagner. He's going to the Hall of Fame. For sure. For your name to be one and two in the same sentence with that man, what does that mean to you? Oh, man, it's just, it, it's a combination of a, a of a full circle thing. I had a couple full circle moments with with Bobby and with KJ. Um, you know, I just remember being a young boy, training for the draft, finding mm -hmm. out that the NFL guys was in the building. Mm -hmm. Like, huh? Scared. I woke over. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what's up, man? I'm Zaire, man. I went to Syracuse. They, well, I mean, what's your stats? Like, that's the first thing that. What's your stats? Like. You, you all ACC? I'm like, yeah, I'm all ACC. They all right. What did you project? What you, what you running? I'm like, oh, man. But, you know, just learning from them guys for over the years and, man, losing to these dudes over and over again. I'm tired of losing to Bobby and KJ. I ain't going to lie. I'm over it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting man. to see him. I texted him last night. But when I see him, I'm telling him, I ain't losing to you no he more. He here. No, he, he should be here. I, I ain't losing to you no more. And, and Z, when you look at where you are now, mm. people see number 44 mm -hmm. with the vibes of making these plays, starting, like, you, was, you didn't come off like that. No, no way. You was a special teamer. Yeah. You was running down on kickoff, on yep. KRR. Yep. Walk me through that journey where you was, since what they call it, getting out the mud to where you are right here in 2024. Man, uh, I would honestly say uh, a lot of it really started uh, with you guys. Um, you know, I remember, um, you know, going into my, my second or third year, um, you know, we were training and 
you know how it is. Uh, you know, as a young guy, you just feel like you're getting wrong. Yeah. Feeling like, you know, you want to blame the coaches. You want to blame the circumstances. You know, I obviously, you know, I work hard and I put it in, but, you know, I, I wanted more for myself. And I remember having a conversation with Sherm, and he just he was like, yo, man, like, all right, if you're a special teamer, why not be the best in the league? Like, if, that, if that's your role, then, then, then right. be the best. Right. And then, like, it, and at the time, you know how Sherm is, he get in, he get in that mode sometimes. <laughs> but when I left, I was just like, man, that, it really stuck with me. So that was my goal. From that point, I was like, you know what, Sherm right. I got to be the best. Right. And, you know, from there, it was just, you know, every level or whatever was asked of me, um, just trying to raise that level and just trying to be, the, like I said, the best in the league, the best in the room, the best yeah. on the team. And just knowing that, you know, whether it was me being a special teamer on KOR or starting linebacker, that, you know, me pushing at the bar uh, in the league was going to help the team win. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I know when I got the – I saw you first training in Bellevue mm -hmm. before the combine and all that stuff. And then now I pull up to the Indianapolis airport. <laughs> I pull in. And I pull in there and I'm like, do I see Zaire all through the airport? I hit him too. I see yeah. what, you mean, what you mean all throughout the airport? Pictures all over the airport, man. The airport put his pictures up. Got man. it like that. Man, I pulled it. I said, I said Zaire, it's like that, man. Gee. But you you know what? You always humble, man. So I want to just say that first. Second, what's next for Zaire? What's the next level? I know you sometimes don't want to brag about it, talk about it, but I know you got something in sight. What's that? Man, uh, you know, I think at this point, like I said, best in the league. That's That's my mentality. That's my goal. Uh, I'll tell y'all just because I know KJ holds me accountable <laughs> to it. I know Bobby holds me. It's got to be all pro. It's got it's got to be pro bowl. It's got to be. But but deeper than that, it's got to be game changer. You know what I mean? It's yep. just yep. you know when you when you reaching that 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 level, you can't get comfortable. It's always somewhere else to go. And you know I I, I truly feel like there's there's multiple bounds and leaps that I can still take in my game and still further I can go. So. Just continue to push myself yeah. to reach yeah. some new levels. And Zaire, as linebackers, we really like pride ourselves on tackles. Yeah. But from brother to brother, like it's all about that ball, dog. Yeah. Yeah. You get that ball, they cannot deny you. Yeah. And uh, G, I, I text Zaire during the season. Mm -hmm. I said, bro, if you don't bend your damn <laughs> knees when you in your linebacker, G, he's standing up like this. We had we had the we had the same linebacker. Coach. I said, bro, bend your knees. But look, look, look. I, I had to talk. I had to talk with Coach Smith. Shout out to Richard Smith, <laughs> linebacker, old ball coach. He coached for thirty years. Yeah. I tell him, I said, look, he he's. I mean, we made a deal. I said, look, I get in my stand, but if I stand up, understand, I know the play. <laughs> If I, if I stand up, that means I know something. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that's all that is, though. Yeah. And, 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 and I remember in 2016 when my son was born, mm -hmm. my firstborn. And for me, I had a moment where, you can ask Bobby this day, I, I saw football completely differently. Mm -hmm. Hell, I was ready to retire. I'm like, I just want to be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. I had that moment when I saw my son, first-time father, while balancing football, while balancing family, how are you adjusting with Husband, dad, football. Yeah, yeah. Wedding, wedding in two months, man. That's, it's walking me down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's not easy, man. It's not easy. It's uh, and I know you know. It's just it's at times you feel like you letting one side of it down. Like yeah. you know, it's, it's times in the season. Where I'm like, man, I'm not spending enough time with my boy, man. Like I need to spend that time at home. But then it's, mm -hmm. man, I gotta get more in this film. Like I, I don't know if I'm you feel me. It's like yeah. so you constantly, as who we are, we always pushing each other, pushing ourselves. Um, but it's it's beautiful, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's no bigger motivation. Uh, it's no bigger blessing 
Um, you know, man, my little man at the game. Of course, I got a snack. I got him. He can't see me getting <laughs> stiff armed and ran over. Like, no, yeah. I gotta put on. So, yeah, yeah no, nah, man, just having my son, man, is just. It's just a blessing. He's a football addict now. I, even though I, I try not to, but right. he, every time he see me, he grabbing the football. He want to watch <laughs> football highlights. That's all he and he only two. He crazy. So. Well, tell us, tell us this, man. How you love your organization, the, the, the coach mm. organization? How they treating you, man? Talk, uh, to, talk to us. They could. They, I'm gonna leave that out of there, but. I would say, you know, it's been a uh, it's been a beautiful journey. You know, I know KJ can speak on it. It's a blessing to be able to play six years, going on seven years for one organization, yes, man. Sir. It's uh, yes, something sir. I never take for granted. Um, from Byler to the Ursays, uh, you know, just appreciated them taking a chance on me uh, in the seventh round back mm. in '18, because mm. you know, uh, you know, I was looking like I was on my way to be undrafted and, and so on and so forth. So. I always appreciate the opportunity, and I, and I just told them that that's all I ever asked for. Yeah. Um, so even when I re-signed and they gave me an opportunity to compete to be a starting backer, I told them that's all I ever asked for. Yeah. And um, I've just been trying to prove them right ever since. Bro, is Gus still telling stories? Oh, man, Gus got, <laughs> Gus got stories for days, bro. He got stories for days. I finally been catching him repeat a couple now. Yeah. We going to year three. I'm like, ah, I heard it, John. I heard it, John. So, yeah, yeah, but Gus still kicking it, though. All right, real quick, linebacker talk. Mm -hmm. We got um, Nick Bolton. With the Chiefs, yeah, we got Dre yep. and Fred, yep. with the uh, with the Niners. What you, when it comes to linebacker play in the Super Bowl, like what do you what are you wanting to see from these guys? Like uh, Bolton going against the CMC, Fred going against uh, Patty Mahomes. Like what are you really expecting to see from the linebacker? I think the linebackers play well. Yeah. Yeah. That team will win the game. I got I got to show love to Drew Tranquil. He been he been oh, putting yeah. on as yep. well. I got yep. I got throw him in there. But I think for both uh, guys, I think they're going to be pretty much asked for two different things. You know, I feel like mm -hmm. for the Chiefs, Bolton and Tranquil, a lot of that's on CMC, man. That's tackling. That's being physical. That's setting that tone. You know what I mean? Like oh, I when early first quarter, first drive, letting the running back know Smack that today ain't a good day. Smack for you. Today is not a day that you mm -hmm. feel good about this. Like mm -hmm. you're not gonna feel good about running the ball today. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we know CMC is one of the best. So you know they got the heavy hat there. And then on the other side with uh, Dre and Fred, man, it's coverage. It's coverage. Y'all gonna be asked to to match up one on one with Kelsey, and y'all gonna have to win. You know where he gonna run? He gonna he gonna sit in the zones. Y'all gonna have to man him up, uh, man eyes. You know, play the ball, and y'all gonna be asked to make a play in a, in a crucial situation. And that's what the game's gonna come down to. If you had to put your money on it, who you got winning that matchup? Travis Kelsey or them linebackers? <sighs> I hate to say it because I really love uh, San Fran linebackers, but I got Kelsey, boy. Mm. He just he just savvy enough Bro. to know how to get that separation, and Patty is gonna put it where he has to. <laughs> That's where it is. It's like yep. he knows yep. I just got to get six inches right here and, and it's the a ball's complete. here. Yeah, and the ball's And he's going to catch it. I know KJ's answer to this. This is a conversation that happens right now. Who you have seen on tape played against, who is the best running back in the game right now, one that you say, okay, I'm going to have to really get ready for this game. Who's the best running back in the game right now? I mean, well, it has to be McCaffrey, just straight up. It has to be. It has to be close. CMC. Yeah, I mean, I just think what he's able to do – and I'm not going to lie, it, it was that Detroit game that really put it over the top for me um, just because he was, bro, he was running physical, bro. Like, yeah. I always knew, and I practiced against McCaffrey, I always knew how athletic he was, uh, how explosive he was, footwork, body uh, control. Yeah. But to just be able to tough run at the tough run, he got slammed on his neck, got up, got the ball back again. Yeah. He scores touchdowns every time he plays. That's powerful. Yeah. 
Um, he's a he's a he's a great running back. One running back I do got to show love to. Uh, underestimate him when he played. He's a hell of a player. Uh, B. John Robinson is going to be a good player in this oh, league. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't use him right. No, nah, they didn't. They, didn't they use used him right, right against us. I was like, damn, why y'all won't give him the ball now? <laughs> y'all ain't give him the ball all year. So. But, KJ, you said CMC. CMC. Y'all said the same yeah. thing. Another guy I respect is uh, Raheem Mostert. I, I, I like what my Raheem brings to the table. He, he's, his, his journey with his knee injury mm-hmm. with the San Francisco 49ers, went to Miami. I think he had like 18 tutties this yeah, year. Yeah, something crazy. So he, he doing his thing as well. <laughs> yeah, nah, for sure. Yo, but Z, appreciate you, my dog. Oh, man, always. Keep, Look, keep the pod hear, going. Hear, yeah, we got going. to. We got Trench, some smoke coming this Tr- week. Trenches show. Trenches, Trenches with Zaire Franklin. Shout out. We got a TY episode dropping tomorrow. It's going to be a great one. Trust me. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. It's always good when you get the legends out there, man. Absolutely. Hey, tell Bobby Wagner when y'all see Bobby Wagner, he, I'm looking for him. He here. I might tackle him so I can catch Just up. Just call him. I was. I ain't, look. I've been watching y'all. Look, Bobby KJ. I've been fans of y'all for forever before <laughs> I even met y'all. I ain't never watched Bobby game and not wanted him to snap. Like I was watching that last game. I'm watching. I'm, so y'all just gonna throw the ball right in front of him, bro. Huh? <laughs> you not look. You're not even gonna try to break Bobby tackle. All right, there you go. How many he beat you by? Four. He had 15 that last game. And I said, oh, my gosh. Like, you just couldn't be regular. But now that I understand who he – I understood he walked me down like a true you vet, like a true, like a true Hall of Famer. I mean, That's all that was. For context, Bobby played the most out of any defender in the league this year. Oh, yeah. No, understood. Yeah. Understood. But at the same time – He's still killing. Uh, yeah, his, his level of play, to be able Ugh. to do that, what, year 12? Oh, that's crazy. 180 at year 12. I ain't going to lie to 179 at six wasn't, didn't feel great, to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't feel great. But I remember asking Bobby when, um, like, the third year, I said, Bobby, because I, I didn't get 100 tackles until year four. Mm. I asked Bobby, I said, bro, do you think you could do this every single year? I was like, what, 100 tackles? It's money, bro. It's easy money. Yeah. Except I, all you got to do is set your goals, do the math, just hit, just hit your benchmark every game. Yeah. We're talking crazy. about 12 years in a row. Yeah, that's uh, 100 tackles. That's crazy. legendary stuff. That's like, like I said, like you said before, like just to be able to be mentioned one and two, um, right. like with a guy like, you know, that I, I not only trained with but looked up to, um, took so much advice from, took so much heed from. Obviously, him and KJ have been huge role models for yeah. me. Uh, and not only in my game, but in my life, too. So uh, just to be in that conversation with them has been great. Make sure y'all pay Zaire. He needs more money. You know what I mean? He, he, needs said, more, he said it, not me. I said it. I said it. Zaire needs more money. There's no, there's no way he should be one and two yeah. with Bobby Wagner and not get paid more money. Pay the man. Yeah, That's indeed. It. Indeed. Appreciate indeed. you. For I'm sure. Like Always. <laughs> Always love. Yes, sir. Always yes, sir. Love. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm. Mike, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Mike. Yeah. I'm from Mississippi. All right. And we believe we believe in, in God. We believe in praying. We believe that God's in control of everything, and which he which he is. Mm-hmm. Um, when I met you, I'm gonna be honest. I thought I thought you was a little little cuckoo, a little crazy, a little, a little off my rocker. I thought you was a little off. Mm. But man, tell me about you. Remember when I broke my foot? Yeah. And you said, KJ, envision your bone healing. <laughs> look at your bone that has a screw in it. Look at your bone healing. And really break down, Gervais, the power of the yeah, mind, yeah. the power of the brain, the power of this thing right here controls so much, but you have to make the conscious effort to really tap into it to make really whatever you want to happen in life. I appreciate that, that knowing that you thought I was a little screwy when I, we I first met. I did. And, both, and, and he told the story about a screw. Well, go ahead. All right. So I actually think, KJ, that 
um, okay, so as a trained sports psychologist, that most people automatically know that the mind is important. I don't think there's anyone that doesn't really appreciate how powerful the mind is, how, mm -hmm. how much from the neck up really controls mm -hmm. the rest of the situation. However, a disciplined mind is rare. A trained mind, a, a mind that is cultivated to be able to meet the demands of a moment, mm -hmm. that's a very special thing. Mm -hmm. And in, in elite sport, there's a lot of disciplined mind. There's a lot of minds that have really trained themselves to be in the present moment, independent of the external circumstances. The most powerful people on the planet are the ones that work from the inside out. Yeah. And, and let me ring the bell on the, the screw and God here for a minute. Where does God live? Inside and outside. But when mm -hmm. you work from the inside out, you're connecting to something that's bigger than you. And yeah. so I, don't, I have a hard time differentiating mind, body, spirit. I have a very hard time mm -hmm. differentiating them because the entirety of the human experience is so <laughs> magnificent. Yeah. Like you're in your body, I'm in my body. We're using this made up language right now. And like, it, the whole <laughs> thing, the whole thing is like yeah. next level. And when you look at the elite of the elite, mm. you, you've been around some guys, yeah. you've been yeah. around some guys. Tell me about what separates the elite from elite, that mental like, I'm here. Yeah. I know who I am. I'm trained this way, I'm disciplined this way. And like, what really separates them from the other kids? Good, good from great type of good thing. Good from great. Yeah, so I think that one of the key differentiators is they have an unwavering commitment to be in the present moment. So the whole thing happens in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And our mind is, our brain is designed to scan the world and find all the dangers. And that'll keep us alive. Our ancestors gave us that gift to find all the risks and dangers and avoid them. And then we make some decisions about the ones we want to get closer to. Football's a dangerous sport. Yeah. And so the best of the best of the best know how to work with their thoughts, know how to work with their emotions, to be right here in the yeah. present moment, even when it's dangerous. Yeah. And that takes time, time under tension to train oneself. Right. And There's been times that I get ready to go on a vacation right. and I pull out Rosetta Stone. You know about Rosetta Stone to help yeah. with the language? Yeah, of so course. Sometimes people want the Rosetta Stone version of trying to get their mind right. Oh, yeah. So if they're listening right now <laughs> to so Dr. Good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. If they're listening to Dr. Gervais right now, yeah. right? And they're saying, yes, I need to get my mind right. Yeah. I, gotta, I got something to do. I, what can I do right now to get started even on that path? Because if you could just get somebody on the path, they, they can go from there. Because some people don't know where to start. It's a really good question. And I, I, I'm going to defer to KJ in a minute to answer the second part of it. But I think the first part is that you have to want to be better. Mm. And you're physically training, you're technically training, and then you realize there's only one other thing you can train. You can train your body, you can train your craft, your technique, and you can train your mind. So it, it needs to start with the want. And you're saying that if they already have the want, where do you start? Yes. Um, there's two basic levers in sports psychology. The first lever is self-talk. So understand how you speak to mm -hmm. yourself, about yourself, about the situation. And that is something that can be mastered. It takes a lifetime. Yeah. But so self-talk is, kind of ground zero, yeah. and then being able to regulate and work with and harness your emotions. And one of the great tools there is breathing. And so our ancestry passed us on another gift. When we got away from the wildebeest or the saber tooth or whatever it was, what did we do as soon as we were safe? What did we do? We're running, 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 mm -hmm. and then we're away from the, the saber tooth. 
<sighs> so a long <laughs> exhale has been paired with relaxation. Yeah. So to work, emotions key us up. And then oftentimes to perform at our best, we need to find a little bit more calm. Yeah. So the two things I point to is self-talk and breathing. Those would be two of the basics. And yeah. Gervais, I don't realize, I don't think you realize how you personally changed my NFL career. Thank you. You, you talked to Coach Norton, you talked to Coach Carroll, and they therefore talked to us. Yeah. Gervais, every night before a game, when we was about to play on our opponent, I turn off my TV, I turn off my lights, turn off my phone, and I would sit there and I would talk to myself. What? I would say, I will make every single tackle. I will be the best player on this football field. I will do this, I will do that. No way. And I yeah, kid yeah, you yeah. not, Juve, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I started tapping into that part of my game, I literally took off right here. Man, I, I, I took all the way off. How come you ain't never told me this? Because you ain't a sports psychologist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, don't mean, that don't mean I can't use it. Oh, you should have been told us this, man. You need, this is some of your secrets. That's, that's this is how you play it 11 years yes. in the league. Hey, there's, yeah. a, there's the dark arts here, too. Yep. You know, the, the little shadow game that some of the best play. You know? <laughs> you know, there's and, a reason you played so long and in I'm the league. Tell, like, how often do we, do we talk to ourselves? Like, we all, how often are we in our own brains? We're yeah. in our brains so much. Oh, my. This is where life really happens. It's experienced out here, but, like, it, the, the activity happens here, but the experience is inside of us. Okay, well, then help me understand this. You're right. We do say a lot of things mm. inside. Mm. Tell us why it is important to say them out loud. Oh, I don't know if you, I don't, you don't have to say them out loud. It's cool when you do. It's, it does do something a little bit different. What does it do? Um, there's just a different energy to it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be out loud, yeah. though. I didn't okay. do mine's out loud. I'm, I didn't do mine's out loud. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just, I was just, yeah. Okay. So the second part of what KJ's probably not saying is that when he was saying the words, he was also feeling and seeing the experience. I could be way wrong, but when you say, I will, I'm gonna, I'm, this is what I'm about, da, 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 whatever that quote-unquote positive, productive self-talk is, is that it conjures up feelings, and it also begins to do what, is the basics of visualization, mental yeah, imagery. Yeah. So you could see yourself wow. scooping, you could see yourself dropping yeah. in, you could see yourself putting yourself into yeah. you know, a fast-paced environment and being great in it. And that mental imagery, it's the third dial. The two basics were self-talk and breathing, and the third dial is me mental imagery to see greatness yeah. ahead of time. Yeah, there's two guys I want to talk about real quick. The first one is Pete Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> Mastered, G mastered, when I talk about getting guys' minds right, I call it programming guys' minds right. to do what we did. You was with Coach Carroll for a while. Walk me through the art of how Coach Carroll cultivated and built and really just trained our minds to be who we were each and every Sunday. It was as if it was the water we were swimming in, was about working from the inside out, about having a great mindset. It was... Um, if you, th if you think of like a waterfall, there was a, there was a cascading that would happen every day throughout the organization about how to think right, about how to line up your thoughts, your words, and your actions toward the shared vision. Yeah. And it, it, we talk about it, but then we would have in the, in the, in the big team meetings about it. There was always <laughs> something that he was pointing to, yeah. something on psychology, something about excellence. And the guys would get, you know, the crew would get rallied when we wouldn't, highlight or show something that was not good enough. Mm. Like if you think about the relationship between showing what is excellent and showing what the mistakes were, <laughs> what would that, that ratio is like, oh, oh yeah. 
what would you say it is? Mm, eight to two? Yeah. Yeah, that's about fair. Yeah, out of ten? Yeah. Yeah. You Maybe always talk less. about that. Yeah. You always talk about what they show on film. Yeah. So you it's you are confirming what he has been saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well he lived it. You know, he he knows exactly Jabay what it felt like. I mean, yeah. the idea was though, let's let let's flood your mind with what greatness looks like. Flood it. Yeah, and, and it is a bit of like a brainwashing of shitty thinking. It's a it's a washing of the brain of all of the negativity, of all of the, you know, the what ifs and yeah. the I'm not good enoughs and I don't know. Let's just wash all that away. Yeah. And one of the ways to do that is by seeing seeing what greatness looks like. Yep, and, and a guy that I'll be on the sideline, we could be losing 42 to zero with two minutes left to go. Russell Wilson's on the sideline, come on guys. We can got it. We can do it. We can come back. We can win. I've never seen Russell Wilson waver. I know. Like in it. my life. Unbelievable. I've never seen him. I've never seen that from him. And you look at how his career has unfolded. Just, just each and every Sunday, Russ is going to potentially be in the Hall of Fame one day. What was it about Russ that when you saw this guy, he, he, got to, he has it figured out. He okay, know so, who he is. So what, the, what some of the greats do is they make fundamental commitments in their life. And Russ isn't here, so I don't want to talk about Russ in this way, but it certainly looks like Russ has made a fundamental commitment to be his very best in every moment available. And so when there's a choice, do I go to negativity or positivity? He chooses positivity. Yeah, if I go uh, to giving up or staying in it, he goes to staying in it. If I go to letting go of a mistake or letting go of a bad play, or uh, I'm sorry, no, that's it. Mm -hmm. Holding on to a bad play or letting go of it. He chooses to let go. So yep. there's these, he's made some fundamental decisions that I want to put myself in the best psychological frame of mind to capture the next available opportunity. Yep. And to do that, it, you're working in the micro moments and these micro little choices. Which way am I going to go? That begins with awareness. Mm -hmm. Awareness is another dial. If you're not aware of your inner game, mm -hmm. if you're not aware of how thought one leads to thought two, yep. leads to thought three, conjures up emotion A and emotion B. If you don't know how your inner world works, mm -hmm. you're not yet even in the game. Mm -hmm. You are not in the game of high performance. Mm -hmm. Definitely not in the game of mastery. And so it begins with awareness, and there's three best practices to increase awareness. Ready for these? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Conversations with people of wisdom. And that's why people love your, love your show, okay? <laughs> Conversations with people of wisdom is kind of the first one. Yeah. The second is um, journaling. Getting, mm. getting your thoughts out, like mm -hmm. seeing them. Mm -hmm. There's a forcing function when you journal to say, this is how I'm thinking and feeling about something, mm -hmm. okay? And the third is meditation. You might say prayer, but it is the way that yeah. you are become, you're sitting yeah. with your inner experience to become more aware of how it's working. Yeah. Those are three best practices. Yeah. And I would go as far to say, if you're not practicing one of those three on a consistent basis, you're a grinder. Yeah. You're a grinder. And that might get you really good, but it will, you'll never really understand what you're capable of. Yeah. Big moments. You coached the guy that jumped out of a plane. No parachute. That's right. Y'all listen to me. He trained a guy to jump out of an airplane. How many thousand feet in there? 30,000. 30,000 feet out of the air with no parachute. Big moments. How, Gervais? Big moments, Super Bowl. I love where you're going. Big moments. 
What are big moments and do big moments even exist? I love your going here. So this is something we worked on a lot. Are we going to treat the Super Bowl as if it is just another game we're playing mm -hmm. or the biggest game ever? Mm -hmm. Or in between. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the actually, actually, what I would suggest is that the in-between is where we get caught. Mm. I would say pick one mm. and then back yourself into the right type of planning and preparation so that you are prepared for that approach. The, the, and at the Seahawks, what we did is it's another game. It's going to be a crazy sh you know, show. It's just another game. What does Coach Carroll always talk about? The Championship the, opportunity. It's another championship, another championship opportunity. opportunity. And the first practice was a championship opportunity. Mm. The first preseason game was a championship opportunity. Game number four, practice number yep. 72, they were all championship opportunities. Mm -hmm. And playoff one, playoff two, playoff three, and Super Bowl, they're play championship opportunities. So it's not like it's something new. And th this is my decision of my life. And I've worked across, whether it was Luke Akins who jumped from 30,000 feet or Felix Baumgartner who jumped from 128,000 feet. No That's parachute? No par that was a different deal. He had a parachute on, but that was the brightest minds in aerospace. When he passed through the speed of sound, they weren't sure if his legs and arms were gonna rip off. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Wow. So these are the fundamental <laughs> commitments I'm talking about. Yeah. Imagine the yeah. command of mind though, go back to Luke, who's jumping from 30,000 feet with, into a 16 story net that he and his friends built. That, and when you jump from 30,000 feet, the target looked like the size of a stamp. Mm, mm, mm. So imagine jumping. There is no plan B. And no. You, no plan B. No. If you hit that target or don't. You, 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 you don't. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> that is an extreme command of craft, body, and mind. The ultimate, the ultimate example of high trust of self and high trust of others. And he is not crazy. He's taking the next natural step yeah. in his love, in his discipline. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so but let's go back to the Super Bowl, our approach. Our approach was let's treat it like it's another game. Yes. And it, there's intensity that we're trying to capture. Yes. There's a calmness that we're trying to find. Yes. There's an inner belief. We started practicing those types of psychological practices in the first practice, Yeah. in the first preseason. It yeah. doesn't matter. It was a consistency. So when we arrived to the first one, it was like, you did you. Mm -hmm. How about it? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Does, can you can you like share what that felt like? Was it was it another game or did it was it the biggest game ever? Which way did you go? I went with I've been dreaming of this game my whole life. Mm. I've been watching this since I was a young pup. Mm. Just 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 visualizing, just throwing the football in the backyard with my dad. I want to be in this game. And it hit me when we went to the NFC Championship. And that feeling of this is a big game lasted for about two, two, two three days. Yeah. Then I simmered down. You did. I got on my high, like, God, Lee, catch you. Then I, then I came, then I brought myself down. This is a football game. Right. So I hit that high, and then I brought myself low. Yep, still the same amount of men. Yeah. Still the same kind of distance around the perimeter. Yep. Same rules, same, 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 yep. same. And then, so I'm not going to change. This is a decision I've made, a fundamental decision I've made in my life. I'm not going to let the external world dictate my internal experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go that direction. Mm -hmm. And I need to say that I am going to be so present in my life that I'm bringing my best parts forward, yeah. independent of what's happening out here. Mm -hmm. Best parts, it sounds like 
we're on a different kind of show now. We could talk all day. Appreciate I, pre you. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Much love as always. Um, much love back Thank to you. Thank you so much. KJ, it's been fun watching you do your thing, yep. seeing you being a great athlete, a great man all around, yep. and now a great host. No it's doubt. awesome. Thank you, Jabe. Awesome. Thanks, Jabe. Appreciate What's you guys. Up, you worn out? You, you doing a lot? Uh, yeah, he doing a lot. You doing too much? Yeah. Uh, nah. I mean, I just landed. I landed oh. like an hour ago. Oh, today? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came where, right here. Where you been in the off season? Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. uh, spent some time in Arizona. But this year, I'm going I'm to spend a little more time at the crib. Uh, Why? My parents. Uh, uh, my what, parents just they? retired. This first year they retired. Uh, so I'm going uh, to spend some time with them, go on a little trip, mm. a little song. What they want to do, man? A little trip. Come on, man. Look, what they, they, they what see, like, like, oh, I just want to see something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to see something. What they want to see? Uh, some out the country. Uh, <laughs> and it's crazy. My parents, I'm the youngest, so they, they've been everywhere. I've never even been out the country. Really? Wow. So it's going to be my first time, but they they taking me somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, we man, we big fans of what you've done, man. Mm -hmm. Your rookie season, you know what I mean? You had a solid, solid season. You had seven TDs, you know what I'm saying? Last season, you've been Appreciate doing your it. thing with the commanders yep. and everything. What does, uh, outside of spending time with your parents, what is it going to take for you to take the next step in what you want to be? Consistency, man. Uh, week in and week out. Um, being being that guy, being able to show up and make plays, um, being able to be consistent um, and make those plays necessary for our team to, to get over the hump mm -hmm. and, and get those W's. Yep. Um, I, I feel like I'm a guy that my team looks upon as very heavily relevant in the offense um, and a, a guy that we need to go to sometimes on those big third downs to, to make a play. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it, it's not even about the scheme. It, it's about it's about the talent you have and that dog in you and being able to make that play. So I feel like uh, this year is going to be a, a big role for yeah. me to, to step up and make those plays. And John, you don't you don't know us too well, but on this show we, we, we keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Honest. Are you an honest individual? I am an honest. Mm. Individual. You're, un you're honest guy. I, am. <laughs> I need to be honest. Okay. So when people look at the Washington Commanders yeah. who you play for, what is what do you think people see when they see the Washington Commanders? And B, what is it something that going forward you want the people to see? This is our team, this is our franchise, this is the organization when it comes to the Washington Commanders. So when you say Answer A first. A. What do people what, players, what do you think are people you, think? You're talking players. Players, fans. So players, they probably think that we got a W. Ah. Uh, that's when they when they okay. think of the commanders. Okay. They probably think we got a W. We go we go beat them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We go and beat them. And then fans, they come to our stadium, they take over our stadium, so they feel like that's their home. Okay. I feel okay. like those two things we got to change. Those are the biggest two things for me. I feel like we got to change this year. Uh, being able to get that home field advantage, because that's huge. Uh, I feel yep. like most home games, we, we go into the home games, we're on silent count at home, which is it's insane. Oh, wow. Insane. I experienced that in Vegas. It was yeah. like that in Vegas my last yeah. year. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I feel like that, that's a big thing we, we got to change, get the DMV, really, really bring them together and, and bring some W's back to, back to Washington. So I hear you saying that. I hear you want that. What is it going to take to get that done? Because for, for a minute, it's been like that. Like yeah. who, who is it going to come from? Yeah. And what is it going to take to really execute that? I feel like we are, we are very much moving in the right directions. Uh, new management coming in, um, new head coach, all, all new coaches. Um, I feel like we're kind of getting rid of the, the old um, and bringing mm -hmm. in some new. And, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what, that's what the fans have wanted to see. That's what... We have wanted to see. We wanted to see change. 
Um, yeah. and that, that's what we're getting. I feel like we're doing things, pushing in the right direction. Um, and I feel like it's going up for me. Yeah. Now, like he said, this isn't a normal show. <laughs> Other shows, yeah. right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. Yeah. Other shows, when you said looking for change, would have pressed you right, right, on right. what that would be. Right. We don't get down like that. <laughs> okay. I just want, I just, I, yeah. I just want to let that be known. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Okay. All right. Now, Dan Quinn yeah. is gonna be your new head coach. Was his defensive coordinator oh, when they really? won the Super Bowl and mm -hmm. all that good stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be your new head coach. I know you're excited about that. For sure. I know you looking at him like you're gonna bring our friend Michael Parsons. Yeah. You're gonna bring <laughs> our friend Michael Parsons. Your thoughts on Dan Quinn as the new head coach. What do you know about him? What have you heard about him? I'm really excited. Um, and I, I've only heard things from mm -hmm. Michael Parsons. Um, who, who says nothing but great things about him. Penn State uh, connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that was my roommate at Penn State. So uh, I, I've been asking him, you know, what, it, what is Coach Quinn like? Um, he, he said he, he's a player's guy, man. He, he, he's someone who, who's going to ride for you no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's all you want in a coach. Yeah. Uh, someone who's going to ride for you, who's going to have your back uh, when, you, when you need him. Yeah, and when you look at this uh, new offensive coordinator, Cliff Kingsbury, is coming in. You have a unique skill set. Yeah. If you could tell Coach uh, Cliff Kingsbury, this is how I want to be utilized. Yeah. This is what I this is what I do well. Use me this way. What are you telling Cliff? Give me the ball in short areas. I feel like my short area quickness. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm one of the better players in the league. Um, I feel like I can get open now. Um, tell, tell me what, what combination. What do you want? You want slants? You want Slant. drag routes? You oh, want yeah. just Slant's curls? My Slant is my favorite route. You, you put me on some slants, um, let me remix it, throw me in a whip. Uh -huh. uh, just different different short, cause I feel like I can get open very quick. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like uh, different things like that and getting me the ball fast, I feel like I so help our team. you can go inside. You, yes. you can go inside, be the E receiver. Yes. I can play outside too, though. That's the thing. Uh -huh. I feel like I'm dynamic. I feel like I can make plays down the field. I can feel like I can stretch the field. Mm -hmm. um, so being able to move. Inside and outside is, is something that I've always known. Is your personality when you're not getting that, you're not receiving that? Are you the type to go to the coach or to I'm the quarterback? I'm not. That's not you. Am I? People around me say I need to, I need to do that. <laughs> need to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You played the game 11 years, Super Bowl, Pro Bowl. Yeah. What should he do? Are you a believer? Asking you shall receive, says, right. says, says the Bible. Asking you shall receive. <laughs> and, and, and it's not in a sense of you being a diva, you right. being an asshole, a jerk. It's a, it's, it's a sense of I want to win. Right, exactly. and, and, and the way you go about it is everything. Yeah. Don't throw no tantrum. Don't go up there, give me the ball. Yeah. Go hey, in, the, in the Tuesday meetings when they're doing the game plan. Hey, coach, this is what I'm seeing on film. Yeah. This is what I like. Hey, Sammy, hey, this is what I want to do. Hey, let's really try to execute this. Like, really gravitate towards the play caller, gravitate towards the quarterback, build that relationship and that trust. Right. And when they do give you that chance, make it happen. Make it happen. Yep. I like sure. it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's my OG like two cents of the day. Now, <laughs> now you know that. I knew that that was your roommate. That's why I said, who, is he going to bring a friend? Right, He's right, going to bring right, a friend. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Michael Parsons coming with. But uh, let's talk about your roommate. Now, let me say this first, okay? I thought you was a great player because, I, of course, you know, I've been watching Penn yeah. State, of course. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know they can't really beat Ohio State. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> shots fired. But, uh, but I, w I do want to say this. I thought you'd be good. I didn't know that Michael Parsons would be this. Yeah. Mm. Now, what is this? 
because I there has to be something that you knew when y'all was roommates. What this is? Yeah. yeah. I, what what is this? <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> no, it's crazy, and mm -hmm. it, it's crazy because you know, being that you probably feel the same way. You see, so being on the same team as someone and being able to see them every day in practice and the different things they do mm -hmm. naturally versus playing against someone week to week, you see things from a different perspective. So me playing with Michael for three years, two years, and seeing the things that he do, did at practice every single day on a day-to-day -day basis just naturally, yeah. like he, he didn't even mean yeah. to do it. Yeah. But he, he's just doing some crazy thing that you're like, you sit back and you're like, did he just do that? That's crazy. Yeah, did he right. just do that? So right. I've been seeing it ever since he was 17, 18 years old, a freshman uh, at Penn State. Yeah. It, it's been crazy, man. Yeah. It's growing. And, and you hear people all the time say, oh, I'm in my bag. Right, right. Oh, right. I'm in my bag. Yeah. When you look at yourself, do you feel like you in the you in your bag or there's a whole new level you could take it to? There's, there's a whole new level I feel like I could tap into. I, I, this is, I'm, before you speak, I totally agree. Yeah. Because I've seen you, yeah. and I've seen what you've done. I'm like, he ain't even scratched the surface. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I just need the opportunity. That's mm -hmm. all. Um, I, mm -hmm. I, I do feel like there's a there's a whole different. Have you talked to Kings, uh, Kingsbury yet? I, <laughs> you I, I, to him? He just got hired the other day. He, he you want to call me. him? He texted me. He introduced <laughs> him. So I got to go to the facility when I get back to, to Virginia. I mean, but when he texts you, uh, what'd you text him back? What'd you say? I said, man, I'm hyped. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the box. Yeah, hey, yeah, you, 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 did you text? You should have said you, you know this year three, right, yeah, bro? Right. You nah. know this year three. For you know sure. I like slants. You know I. You know what I mean? Like, 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 look, look. When this time, when it's the show sheet, you know what I'm saying? The play sheet call. This yeah. first and second mm -hmm. down. Yeah. First and second down. You better be like, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, man. Do your thing in OTAs, bro. Yeah. Do your thing this season, and yeah, take with that next step as a pro. With that next step as as a you know as a young man. Really voice what you need. Yeah. Really voice what, what I can get, what I bring to the table. And I promise you, you'll get what you're looking for. Yes, sir. You'll get it, brother. I'm glad you're making your rounds, man, because people need to know you. Yeah. Heck, yeah. They do. They do. Well, keep, yeah. keep keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? You need to be a household name. Uh -huh. You feel me? And I just, look, look, check this out. When you do become a household name and you do become that pro bowler that do, man, you better come back Don't to this show right, right here, man. <laughs> and you, better, like, you know what? I'm going to mess with them because yeah. he could have pressed me on a question. Right, right. He let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure. Well, yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, for sure. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, my boy. Me, man. Thank you.